this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Well, it happened again. The coroner looked over Iverson's body and determined that it wasn't suicide. Iverson was the alphabet mugger seventh, uh, eighth, uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, R, the alphabet mugger's ninth victim. At this point, Drag and I decided that there was only one solution. We just didn't know what that was. We met the next afternoon in the office to go over the coroner's report. That's by strangulation, it says. Each time, a slightly different method. Must be to throw us off. To make it stink, each murder was done by a different person. What was he strangled with? Says here, a long, narrow strip of cloth. There were smudges of black dye on his neck. He was murdered with his own black belt. But if Iverson was truly a black belt, then this mugger must be quite a guy. Well, the only sign of a struggle was a blow to the head with a lead pipe, the report said. Huh? Right. But he had to get pretty close. Must have hit him from behind. Now, remember? The report said Iverson was struck on the forehead and probably strangled while unconscious. That probably means that... He used a very long pipe. Oh, maybe. But my guess is that Iverson knew his assailant. I'm sure he did. But did he know the guy who hit him? Oh, yes. In fact, that would explain a lot. So many of the victims were very cautious people. They'd have been very careful if they knew a killer was loose. My guess is that they were lured into the park by the mugger. Why would they let a stranger lure him into the park? That's just it. He wasn't a stranger. It must have been someone they knew. Oh, I get it. So, who would know all the people in your building? Well, let's see. How about your landlord? Mr. Schultz, the alphabet mugger? Hmm. I wonder if Schultz were arrested. Would I still owe rent? What? Nothing. Oh, I don't think Schultz is our man. Well, who else? I don't know. I mean, it's not a large building. Everyone pretty much knows everyone else. But that could narrow it down. Yes? What? Not again. Another murder? Yeah, Bill Johnson. Towers, we got to do something. Yes. I'm sure glad I don't live in your building. We've got to see Alice King. She's the only person who can help us now. Yes, Alice King was our only hope. With her help, we could stop the alphabet mugger once and for all. Drag and I went to see her the next morning and found that she wasn't alone. Good morning, Miss King. Uh, who is this? Quigley. Hello, Mr. Towers. Uh, Lieutenant Drag. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. 
Quigley told me there had been another mugging, and he offered to stay with me to protect me. Yes, poor Mr. Ivinson. You know that Alice will be next on the mugger's list. We agree, and we'd like your help. Oh, how can I help? Not you, Miss King. Me? We want to use you as bait to catch the alphabet mugger. No, no, never. Mr. Quigley, please. We won't let any harm come to her. Besides, it's her decision. Alice, don't do it. But if it will stop that awful killing... It would. What do you want me to do? You're obviously the next logical victim. I don't like it one bit. We'll be right there with her to protect her. Then I'll come too. No, we can't be responsible for both of you. Yes, I'll be perfectly safe. Right? Right. So it was all set up. In spite of Quigley's objections, Alice King was to help us that night. While she was to sit on a park bench under the lamppost, the mugger's favorite spot, Drag and I would hide in the bushes and pounce upon the mugger before he could hurt Alice. Shouldn't there be more police around? No, we don't want to scare him away. I still don't like this. Quigley, please, go to your apartment. I won't. Quigley, please, nothing will happen to Alice, I promise. Well... Lieutenant Drag and I will be right here to protect her. Oh, all right. You be careful, Alice. I will. Thought we'd never get rid of him. Now, Alice, you sit right here on the bench, and we'll be right here in the bushes. See? Okay. Just sit quietly, and we'll be right here. I hope this nut shows up. It's getting cold. Yeah, and this grass is wet. No, it isn't. It is where I'm sitting. Uh-oh. Quiet! It was your idea to hide in the bushes. I thought they didn't allow dogs in this park. Shh! Hear that? What? Somebody's out there. Alice is okay. It's coming from behind us. This way. Yeah, over there. What's happening? There's someone lying in the dirt. Drag your flashlight. Oh, no! It's Quigley! Well, the unexpected had occurred. While we were watching over Alice King, Quigley became the alphabet mugger's tenth victim which seemed very strange since the next victim should have been a K. After they took Quigley's body away, Drag and I went to my apartment to unravel this new twist. The whole thing just doesn't make any sense. I know. Well, you're a big help. I'm doing the best I can. Okay, okay. So why did the mugger kill Quigley instead of Alice King? Maybe he knew we were there and just skipped the K. Maybe, but it does answer one question. What's that? I thought for a moment that Quigley might have been the mugger. <laughs> what? Just a hunch I had, you know? He was always hanging around, sort of creepy, you know? No, I don't think so. Obviously not. So, that puts us right back where we started. No motive, no suspect, no solution. Obviously, some kind of nut. Come in. Oh, hello, officer. Oh, uh, Lieutenant Drag, we found something. No? What is it? I think you should see for yourself, sir. The policemen escorted us to Quigley's apartment. They were going through the victim's things when they made a startling discovery. Well, what is it? Uh, over here, sir. Wallets and purses. Iverson, Goodman, Anderson. These are the wallets of all the victims. What does it mean? It means that Quigley was the alphabet mugger. But why? He was so nonviolent. Why would he mug anybody? He didn't need the money. True, the wallets and purses all have money in them. Just as we suspected, 
He must have taken them to throw us off the track. But it doesn't make any sense. Why would he do it? The question is, who killed Quigley? Who killed Quigley indeed? A series of alphabetically ordered muggings ending with the unexplained death of the mugger. The startling truth was not revealed until a couple of days later at Lieutenant Drag's office. Damned if I know what's going on. All I know is there hasn't been a mugging in that park for two days, and as long as it's over, I'm happy. But Quigley was... He was probably mugged himself by somebody else. A bizarre coincidence. But you told me yourself he wasn't robbed either. Maybe somebody figured it out. A friend or a relative of one of the victims and killed him in revenge. All I know is it's over and I'm finished with it. Now wait, tell me again. How was Quigley killed? Ah, he was stabbed in the chest. We found a knife in the bushes. Fingerprints? There were no prints. Remember? I told you. The knife landed where the dog had been. And by the time we got it all cleaned off... Oh, yeah, right. The park is getting to be such a mess lately. I just can't believe that Quigley is the mugger. I mean, was. The evidence. The purses and the wallets. We're all in his place. But what if Quigley wasn't the mugger? What if he was killed by the real mugger who planted those purses and wallets in his apartment to throw us off? Please, don't say that. That means the mugger is still loose. Of course. Quigley was way out of sequence. I mean, Q is several letters away from J or K. The mugger was probably out to get Alice King, spotted us and got Quigley instead to throw us completely off the track. So... Who had access to Quigley's apartment? The landlord? Schultz? Sure. How about a plot to empty the apartments in the building before any leases were up so he could convert to a condo? Uh, no. Excuse me, Towers. Yes? Who? Alice King. Send her in. Maybe she has some more information. I sure hope so. Mr. Towers, Lieutenant Drag. Yes, yes, calm down, Miss King. I got this in the mail this morning. It's from Quigley. Let me see that. My dearest Alice, I don't know how to tell you this. I have done a terrible thing, and I am so ashamed. My analyst said that it started with my childhood, so it really wasn't my fault. I couldn't help it. Quigley was seeing a shrink. For about 12 years. When I was in grade school, I had a... A lot of trouble learning the alphabet, and I was always being punished for failing. My doctor said that that was why I hated my parents and teachers, and that it was also the cause of my nightmares. Nightmares? He used to dream that he was being chased by giant letters and that he got even with them by killing them. Then he was a nut. There's more. Yes, Alice, I am the alphabet mugger, and I had no control over my compulsions, but you were next, and I couldn't hurt you. I love you. So this is the way out. Besides, it fits the pattern perfectly. Goodbye, my darling. Gee, what a weirdo. But why the letter? Don't you see? It's a suicide note. You mean Quigley killed himself? Well, the coroner said that the knife wound could have been self-inflicted. But the murder weapon was found in the bushes. He didn't die instantly. Maybe he threw it away or he dropped it when he fell. Suicide is a strong possibility. Okay, okay. But in the note, he said that his death fit the pattern. How do you explain that, Towers? Quigley's quite a ways from gay. Oh, then you didn't know. Know what? Look at the signature. Signature? Goodbye, my darling. Love, Quigley. K-W-I-G-L-E-Y. 
Another bizarre case solved. The mystery of the alphabet mugger had been unraveled. I felt that this called for a celebration, so I had a special, intimate dinner party that next evening. Come in. Hello, Mr. Towers. Ah, uh, Jonathan, please. Okay, Jonathan. My, you do look lovely tonight. Thank you. Oh, candles, how romantic. You didn't have to go to all that trouble just for me. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. You, you didn't? Of course not. Come in. Ah, oh, come in, Lieutenant Drag. Oh, terrific. Drag, what happened to you? I was mugged in the pond. <laughs> what? Oh, no, what happened? Some kid in the park clubbed me with a blackjack and took my wallet. It's got my money, my badge, and everything. Uh, what's that smell? Oh, I tried to chase him, and I tripped, and I fell in the bushes. You remember that wet spot? Well, it's still there. You poor man. My new suit. Ruined. Okay, take it off. You can wear one of mine. Towers. You're a real friend. Oh, just relax. I'll see what I've got. And don't you dare sit on my sofa. And now our cast. Jonathan Towers was played by Mark Burke, Lieutenant Drag by Jim Keith, Quigley by Paul Porter, Alice King by Ann Cargola, Helen Hurst by Donna Lynn Cargola, and Iverson by Michael Rosen. This has been a Stephen A. Bellinger production. This is Thursday Thrillers, audio with action on the Mutual Audio Network. Join us tomorrow on Mutual with Friday Follies, the end-of-the-week collection of comedy cut-ups. You can subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of audio drama that fits your fancy. Or find the Friday Follies feed in your favorite podcast players. Now that's a lot of effus. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together. <laughs>